And again, I was like, what is, what is going on here? So I'm someone who likes to dig. I like to find answers. I started reading everything. And again, I wasn't just searching on Google. I was reading books by doctors, right? Read legitimate things. And it was saying, change your diet, lessen your stress. So when I said to the endocrinologist, you know, I'm, I'm a good little student. I shut up with my book and my notes. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And she points to her head and she's like, well, if that makes you feel better, then go ahead and do it. But there's no science to it. I know. Ah. I know. And so I did it. And like six months later, my TSH had come way down into the range it should be. And everyone had told me I would never get rid of the Hashimoto's antibodies, which were over 1,100 for anybody listening who has Hashimoto's. And I brought it to zero, and I've kept it at zero. So you can heal your body. Of course you can heal your body. And, and it amazes me, but the reality is doctors are funded by pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. They're, not far, they're, they're designed to treat you when you get sick. They're not mm -hmm. designed to help you get well. Right. Western medicine, as we call it, is, is right. great if you have a stroke, if you have a heart attack, if you break your leg, if you get in a car accident. You know, it's, it's great for those types of things. But, you know, they're not trained in nutrition. They're not trained in exercise. They are trained to take a basket of symptoms and match it to the corresponding pharmaceutical drug and send you on your way. So, like I said, I just started reading everything I could get my hands on. At the time, when I got diagnosed, I was vegan and nothing against the vegans. But when you looked at my labs, I was so nutritionally depleted. So I slowly started incorporating meat, chicken, and fish. I started with fish and I read about collagen. And so I was like, well, I got nothing to lose. And this was 2013. It was not the trendy supplements it is today. And I started adding it to my diet. And so fast forward, my hairstylist who had been asking what's going on with your hair was now like, well, wait, I'm seeing like this baby hair growth. What did you do? And that's where my journey with collagen came from. In hindsight, mm -hmm. what do you think brought about the autoimmune conditions that you were dealing with? You know, if I zoom out and look at my life, I, I was 44 years old. I had been on birth control for 17 years. I went off of birth control and immediately got pregnant. I was married at the time. I had a miscarriage at about 13 weeks. And after that miscarriage, I just felt like I started questioning everything about my life. My husband and I ended up separating. We ended up getting divorced. I then just went right into dating the next person. That really blew up in my face. And I think if I look back on my life, I had just been caught in patterns of a lot of people pleasing, a lot of caretaking. I was an expert at just pushing my feelings down and moving on. I'm a survivor. I can just always just keep moving on. But all of that, if you don't deal with that, it's eventually going to it's going to catch up to you and it's going to come due at some point and you're going to have to deal with it. So autoimmunity is the body turning on itself, but your body isn't designed to turn on itself. So there are physical components to that, which I think for me was like leaky gut was a big part of it. And then I think definitely the emotional component of it. How for you, 
did you start to reverse all of this effects of these autoimmune disorders? I think it's it's a multifaceted process, right? So as I said, looking, being vegan, and really I had become vegan because I was having such a hard time digesting food and just not feeling well. So I was doing the, let me just keep taking things out of my diet, which I think is pretty common right now. So really addressing the nutrient deficiencies, really starting to eat real food, whole food, starting to cook for myself, really cutting back my stress. I was teaching Pilates six days a week. I was working for a private club here in Los Angeles. I was managing two of their Pilates studios and a staff of five. I was burning the candle at both ends, but not taking care of myself. And then just really looking at the relationships in my life and where did I need to start implementing some boundaries. And, you know, before I got diagnosed, I was going out a lot. I was divorced. I was in my 40s. I don't have children. It's like, oh, let's go out and drink and have a good time. I was probably drinking too much. So I think you really just have to take a wide view and an assessment of your life and what's going on. It's interesting because I don't think people realize when they're dealing with stress, when they're dealing with all these other things, and you think you're doing something right for yourself, but you really don't know. And as you said earlier, doctors aren't trained in nutrition. Doctor, you know, I was really fortunate. Our pediatrician, when my kids were little, was kind of a cross between, I always say, Doc Baker and John Boy Walton. And Mm -hmm. he knew I didn't like medications unless they had to have them. Sure. I believe our immune systems are designed to heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. So he would send me to the apothecary and yeah. tell me to get this, tell me to get that. You know, it was my favorite story. My daughter was four and she coughed. Daddy came to pick her up and she had a cough. And he said, you know, oh, we have to go to the drugstore and pick up this cough medicine. And she's like, has mommy taught you nothing? <laughs> You'll take me to this store. I'll cough for the apothecary and he'll tell me what I need. And there's my children's dad. Oh, okay, honey. <laughs> it was just But it's so funny because here they are. I have three grown children who do everything nutritionally, all the yogi teas, you know, and and because like fights like. So I want to know how you came about in this whole wellness journey of your own to now start Elaine Wellness. When I started feeling better in 2014, I had the opportunity to go work for a stock brokerage. And I thought, you know, I need a change. I need a challenge. I've been teaching Pilates, which is great, but I just need a challenge. So I went to work for this stock brokerage. And here I am, a Pilates instructor. And I have all these old white men that are like, really? This this woman's going to pass the licensing exams? You know, it's, it's, they're called the series seven and the series 66 and they're very hard exams. I had not been in college for like 20 years and I was like, I'm going to do it. So I passed the test, but ultimately I didn't love working there. It's a lot of paper pushing. It's sitting at a desk. That's not me. But when I, looking back, I was like, this opportunity was meant to be there because it taught me, Hey, you're smart. You can figure things out. And so I had quit the one brokerage. I was going to go to work for another brokerage. It's a very long waiting period to do all the background checking. So I had all this time with, I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, gosh, 
I want to create a product with collagen. I just wanted everybody to take collagen. I'm like, I want every woman's hair to look fabulous. I want their skin to glow. What can I do? And so I got this idea for a collagen water, which is crazy. The beverage industry is very hard. I went into it anyways, took about a year and a half. We formulated a collagen water. It was the highest highs and the lowest lows. Everything from Shark Tank finding me on Instagram. I got written up in a trade article next to Bulletproof Coffee and Vital Proteins as an innovator in the collagen space. And then the next day after being in that trade article, the founder of Vital Proteins orders my product off my website in his own name. And I went from being on the highest high to crashing to the lowest low because I he had just gotten a $19 million venture capital investment. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to now steal my idea. And that's ultimately what happened. And I ultimately ended up getting out of the beverage industry. I found it's a very small industry. It's very male dominated. I experienced incredible amount of sexual harassment. I mean, unbelievable things. I had attorneys that were so dishonest when it came to trademarking the name that I had. I mean, it just felt like there were so many negative things happening in such a short amount of time. I sold the inventory. I got out. I had all these different people in my life saying, why wouldn't you use your own name? It's your story. It's you want to help serve women. So it took so much convincing. So I renamed, I started with powdered collagen and I launched with Elaine Wellness in November of 2019, having no idea we were about to go into turning the world upside down in 2020. Well, I have to say I didn't have COVID in my business plan either. No one did. Some, I had no idea. Global pandemic, let's put that in with that force majeure that they talk about. It's interesting to me because I think, ironically, a pandemic is the best time to be launching wellness products. Right. Because people are now, what do I do? You know, most people are not like us that are bolstering our immune systems. It takes something like this to all of a sudden shake people. And say, hey, wait a second, you know, there's stuff that you can do because, to me, we're all going to get this. Sooner or later, I mean, fortunately, we've reached herd immunity. We had to have 75 to 80 percent of the population vaccinated before that can happen. You know, when they were talking about that and people were up in arms and said, okay, look, here's the scientific information about that. So it's going to take a while to get it all up there. But you know what? For the people who are vaccinated, I'm vaccinated. For those, I have lots of friends who aren't. And I always say to them, yeah, you're welcome. You know, and they're like, you're not going to lecture me? I'm like, no, I'm just going to say you're welcome. So for you in a wellness brand, Mm -hmm. give us that quick mission statement, and then we're going to take a break. What it says on my packaging is radiant beauty begins within. And I really started my brand because, one, I want to speak to women over 40. I think no one is speaking to us, and no one is speaking with a positive message around beauty and aging. And I want to open up that dialogue to women. And let's talk about how can you age well? How can you have vitality? How can you feel good in midlife? Because I don't hear a lot of that information. I hear you're not going to feel well. It's the end. Look at the way my doctor spoke to me. So there is a way to age well. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. 
on that note, think about what Elaine just said. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. Let's get ready to rumble. Witness the biggest underdog story ever in Rumble, the animated action adventure starring Will Arnett, Terry Crews, and professional wrestler Joe Roman Reigns Anawai. In a world where monsters are global wrestling superstars, one unlikely champion is stepping into the ring to bring an entire town back to life. Buy or rent Rumble on digital and watch it today. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me, and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully, reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety is in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Elaine Morrison from ElaineWellness.com. Elaine, yes. why is collagen so important for our health? Two things. In your mid-20s, you start to produce less collagen over time. So what is collagen? So collagen is a protein that we all have within us, and it's in everything. It's in your skin, your hair, your nails, your joints, your tendons, your ligaments, right? The Latin word cola means glue. It's literally like the glue that holds your body together. So as you age, you produce less of it. So that's what starts to give you the fine lines and the hair that isn't as vital looking, right? That doesn't look as shiny and healthy, joints that are maybe a little creakier. So that's one element. The second thing is the way we eat now. We're no longer eating a collagen-rich diet. We're eating a lot of muscle meat, but we're not eating the whole animal, right? Maybe you had a grandmother who would make a soup or a stew, and she'd put the animal bones in because that would give the collagen. you get the gelatin out of that. We need to supplement with collagen because we're just not getting it in our diets anymore. What makes your collagen so different from what else is on the market? 
So if it's going to have my name on the package, I want it to be a quality product and I want to take a quality product. I, I'm the woman in the grocery store with my glasses on reading labels. In the middle of COVID, when my supplier had no more supply to sell me, I had to find a new supplier, which you can imagine, nerve wracking. And lo and behold, I found this incredible supplier from Spain. And I don't know if your audience is aware, but the, the regulations in Europe when it comes to farming and when it comes to raising animals are some of the strictest in the world compared to here in the United States. They have a 40-year history in Europe, and what sets them apart is they do not use any chemicals in the extraction of the collagen. So they use only enzymes and a physical process. So what that means for you is you're getting a very high quality product. And so I was recently selling in person here in LA at an event and I was showing women, I was like, go grab a cup of coffee, come back, let's put some collagen in that coffee. And they were like, whoa, this is so different than that collagen I buy at Costco. Like, well, yeah, it's much better quality, right? It dissolves you don't even have to stir it in a cup of hot coffee. It literally just dissolves. There's no taste. There's no smell. There's none of that weird stringy coagulation thing. People love it. My reviews say it all. Like people write me emails. They DM me on Instagram. They're like, this is amazing quality. We love it. So why is that so important for you? Well, because I think... Dory, as you know, we're living in a very polluted world and you have to really start to care about what you're putting in your body, what you're putting on your body. You deserve to have a high quality product that's going to work for you. Well, you're preaching to the choir. Right. It comes to me because I say it to people all the time, cheap is expensive. You think you are buying something. Oh, look, I saved $10 or $15. Right. Read the ingredients. My son did a comparison one time for school. It mm. was an assignment, and we were at the grocery store. And so I said to him, look at the sour cream. So there was Breakstone sour cream and the store. Breakstone was $1.59. The store was $0.79. Cents. He goes, well, Mom, it's only $0.79. Cents. I mean, you have to buy the store brand. I said, okay, now read the label. And he turned it around and there's, you know, sour cream, cream, enzymes, whey. That's it. Then he reads the store brand, all these other ingredients in it. Mm -hmm. And he's looking and he said, okay, so this is half the price, but there's no comparison. Right. It's worth the 75 cents. Right. If you're going to eat this. So here he does his whole comparison on it and came to that conclusion that saving money when it comes to your health is not somewhere you want to save money. Wait till shoes go on sale. And, and <laughs> his teacher was just like, her mind, she said, this was so brilliant. I said, but look at what he learned. Right. He learned, you know, very easily that yeah. it's not always about what's cheapest. It's about right. what's best. Right. And so now that I'm very aware of how the grocery channel works and how all these different channels work, I want to educate people that, and again, I am not saying that Costco is a bad place. Please understand, I'm not picking on Costco, but I'm saying as a brand 
as someone who's offering a product, when you get into Costco, in order to meet those price points, I don't see how you can offer as high a quality product. I think you have to cut your quality in order to meet that price point because price is what they're offering you, not necessarily quality. So even though it might be the same brand that you might go shop on their website and purchase something, it might be a different quality than if you buy that product in Costco, for example, right? And I also want to educate the consumer that when you're purchasing on Amazon, brands have to have such a huge margin to operate on Amazon. Because if you think all that free shipping and all that, the extras, if you think Jeff Bezos is paying for that out of his pocket, out of that whatever $120 a year we're all paying for Prime, he is not. That's coming out of the brand's pocket. And then if there's a little coupon for 5% off, that's not Jeff Bezos offering that. That's the brand coming off my bottom line. So just be aware the price of convenience and buying in bulk at a discounted price. It There is a cost in that. So just buyer beware. There really is. And, and people aren't aware of the fact no. that it is that small business. Prime Day, Amazon does not lose one penny on Prime Day. Brand Their fee is their fee. The brand is walking away with $2 or $3 and hoping they're selling enough and getting their name out there. Get me up on my TED Talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of brands in the, in the consumer packaged space, at the end of the day, if you're coming away with a 10% profit, you're doing well. That's how much of your margin is going to all the fees of Amazon, right? I have to truck my product to their distribution center, comes out of my pocket. When it gets shipped to you, that cost of shipping plus just 15% off the top goes to Jeff. Then the cash register starts ringing of all the fees. We haven't even talked about the advertising costs, which are exorbitant on Amazon. So... Buyer beware. If you want to support small brands, go to their website and support them. That's exactly right. Go to their websites and support them. Let them give you a discount from their website because you know what? If they're giving you 15% off, you're not getting money taken off the back end too. Mm -hmm. you know? So that's how you shop small. Mm -hmm. I built my brand on Amazon and then came off. You know, shop small means go to their.com. Use Amazon to source out. Every one of those companies is going to have a website. Mm -hmm. so Google their name and go to their site and pay them. Really pay them. So mm -hmm. for you, what has it been like? What do you want to share as we're wrapping up as this entrepreneurial journey yeah. has happened to you at a different point in your life? What has yeah. it been like? What do you want to say to those women out there that are contemplating it but then some are going, oh, I'm too old to start a new something like this new. What do you want to say, Elaine? So here's what I would say about being a midlife entrepreneur. And if you Google this, you can find all the women who started in midlife, women like Martha Stewart, women like Vera Wang. Um, those are two that come off the top of my head. But if you Google it, you'll be amazed at how many women started in midlife. Midlife women are more 
often successful as entrepreneurs, even though, you know, there's so much of the press of like 30 under 30 gets so much attention. Midlife women are more likely to be successful. And I would say, know thyself, you know, are you really cut out to be an entrepreneur? I know Instagram makes it look really, really flashy and effortless and just rainbows and moonbeams. But at the end of the day, it's, can you spend your day problem solving, being resourceful, getting curious, figuring things out? I also think entrepreneurship is really a spiritual journey because I think it's going to take you so far out on a limb of discomfort, but that's where your growth is. And like I said, in my mid-40s, I felt so kind of lost and just didn't know where to go in my life. And I'm so grateful for this journey. It has caused me to do so much personal inner work because you bump up against yourself all the time and your self-doubt. I've met incredible women like you, Dory, and we learn from each other. I really believe women are wired for community and connection and together we go further. So I would say, yeah, jump, jump in, make sure you have enough capital. That's one of the, the hardest things is just keeping yourself funded. So far, it's been a good ride. So speaking of learning from each other, we were talking before, you have a workshop coming up. I do. So as I've said, I, I've been a Pilates instructor for 16 years. I really healed myself of my autoimmune conditions. And then here came menopause. And I was like, Oh, God, all I've heard from my Pilates clients is like, this is the end. And I kind of thought like, oh, gosh, I've been through so much with my autoimmunity. Am I really going to have to go through like more symptoms, more issues? Well, I went through menopause and I was kind of like, okay, the worst thing was I gained weight. But I also went through menopause in the middle of COVID in Los Angeles, where we basically had no gyms for almost two years. I mean, in the early days, parks were closed, hiking trails were closed, the beach was closed. I got too sedentary and I sat home like stress eating cookies. But I figured out how to get through menopause, how to really minimize the symptoms, the sleep issues, the weight gain, the hot, I haven't had a hot flash, night sweats, I haven't had it. It really boils down to nutrition, movement, and mindset. So I've launched a beta group. We just started this past Saturday. They're loving it. And January is going to be when I officially open doors to anybody who's interested in it. It's called the Midlife Blueprint because you're going to learn how to write your blueprint to get through midlife. All of the links are going to be there on the site for you to take a look at this. Women supporting women is really what it is all about going through the change. You mentioned it earlier. One of the things I love about the CBC, which is how we connected through the Conscious mm -hmm. Beauty Collective, is there are products designed for women over 40. Yes. Companies are now starting to realize that women have specific needs that happen as we age. Duh! You know what I mean? It's just, these are the things It's like it's taken centuries for people yeah. to think, oh, you know, women are hormonally different. And we go through hormonal changes through different points of our lives. Yeah. And we're going to need that nutritional support throughout all of that. So yeah. I love that more and more product is out there 
for women over 40 and something like this that your body produces naturally. And now you're giving it, it's like melatonin, you know, CBD. These are things that are in your body and you are giving it the nutritional support to keep becoming and staying and thriving in your body. Mm -hmm. So I love what you're doing. And you're offering a discount for our listeners, aren't you? Yes, for collagen. Absolutely. Come try some collagen and you can get 10% off with um, Word of Mom is the discount code. So come over to my website. And certainly, I'd love to talk to anybody. I mean, really, my program came out of so many DMs and emails that I've received over the years of like, can you help me figure out how to manage midlife and menopause? I can't even imagine a subject on more women's minds lately. It really, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's an amazing thing because it's no longer in the closet. It's no longer, you know, these are things when I was growing up, nobody talked about that. You didn't talk about the change. It was the change. And and, and it was just exactly, I mean, you know, with the finger quotes in the air, it's true. (laughs) That's the whole thing, you know. And, And so for decades and centuries, let's face it, women, we have not been able to feel comfortable about talking about the changes going on in our bodies and things like that. And we have every right to talk about them and we should feel comfortable. And each one of us can encourage and support and everything else because those of us who've been there can help the people that are on their way and in the throes of it. So I love what you are doing. It's elainewellness.com. All of Elaine's links are going to be live on wordofmomradio.com and you will be able to find out everything Go to her site, get some collagen, try it out. It's easy. It's simple. Add it to your tea or coffee. You're not even going to taste it. And you're going to see the difference. It is something that as you are taking this, it is going to, all of a sudden, you're going to notice that your hair is shiny, your nails, your skin, your stomach, all of the different things that you don't even realize are all connected because they are. Mm -hmm. They really are. Yeah, and you can put it in anything. You can put it in tea, coffee, smoothies, oatmeal, yogurt. I have a nutritionist who writes a recipe every month, so we've got lots of fun, great ideas of how you can take it. Yeah, and I, if I can support you in what I say thriving in midlife, because I think menopause is often talked about as like the beginning of the end. And I put out a tweet after the Super Bowl, which the Super Bowl was all Gen X right? It was all people in their 50s. And I was like, hello. And I wrote a tweet. I was like, menopause is a powerful transition. It's not an ending. So so go get some white thigh high boots like Mary J. Blige and like, go celebrate midlife. It's a powerful time for women. And I want to change the narrative that like, it's awful. And it's the end. Ladies, it does not have to be the end. It doesn't. You're a powerful woman. You can make it what you want. Absolutely. And it is a new beginning. You know, in certain cultures, it is when women go through the change that all of a sudden they become the leaders in the community and things like that because they feel that the new wisdom that is coming from Mm -hmm. the energy that they're no longer depleting with menstruation is now coming into them and, and creating a whole other goddess part of us. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it is a new beginning and a great beginning because let's face it, you know, the only people that grow old were born old. That's right. really what it boils down to, you know, 
it's a it's a state of mind and and so many of us now are doing all that we can to just live a healthy life yeah live as long as you live you may as well live it on the healthy side because it is going to cost you way more to get healthy than it is to stay healthy absolutely you can pay the farmer or you can pay the pharmacist you decide I love that. What a great way to end this conversation. You can pay the farmer or the pharmacist. I go for the farmer every day. Every day. Oh, Elaine, thank you. What a bit of wisdom you just dropped on me. That was <laughs> awesome. Thank you I know, so I, much. Oh, you're so welcome. I, I did not come up with that. I heard that somewhere, but it's really true. You it know, really you, is. Like it's I said, really create your blueprint. How do you want to live? Like, you got another 40 years, probably. How do you want to do it? And you know what? Even if you have another 40 minutes, how do you want to do it? You know, we're going to live as long as we live. I want to to make the best dash I can. I really do. All the people that go, man, she did it. That was a great dash on that. Because think about it, man. That is the least significant thing on that tombstone is that dash between the year you're born and the year you die. But the reality is that dash is everything you've done. Make it a good one. I love it. Look at all these great quotes for serious. This is like, I'm going to be pulling sound bites out of this interview. Wow. Boy, isn't it fun how a little bit of brilliance happens every once in a while. So, Elaine, thank you so much for such an awesome conversation. I am thrilled. I really am. And for all of you tuning in, I hope you've really enjoyed this as much as we have. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true.